0: Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage. This is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. I'm your host, Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. I appreciate you not uh, opening that water bottle directly in front of the microphone this time. Yeah, last time I. I tend to do things as soon as we start the podcast, it's like a trigger. Like, all right, podcast has started. Let's do something now. Let's make noise. <laughs> um, that's okay. I make all sorts of noises. You were just going through mail in our other part. I want to start out by saying I'm very thankful for Black Bear Premium Deli Meats and Cheeses. Again. What do you mean? You know what I mean. We just did this. What? The podcast the just started. You just read the ad, though. I didn't. Were you practicing your ad? ad. Read? I'm tr- I'm trying to start the podcast by telling you what something I l- liked this week, which was my deli meat. I had a delicious baloney, black bear, domestic, baloney. Have you ever Swiss. tried their hot dogs? Their hot dogs are delicious. I've never tried them, but I I hear them all the time. I actually haven't had their hot dogs. So you lied. I'm trying to. Now, now, how am I supposed to believe this brand has any credibility? Credibility? You just lied about it. You know, you like my vodka sauce. The Romano cheese was black bear Romano where are you, where cheese. Where were you getting this black bear brand? Well, you see, I shop at the, my local shop rate, right, and they have all sorts of premium black bear deli meats and cheeses. Is it more expensive than, like... What's the other one? Well, the premium is in the name.
1: What's the other... In the
0: ad. What's the, what are all the other... Hormel? No, Hormel sucks. They only do <laughs> ham. I mean, i know they do more than ham, but like they're known for ham. And if you're known for ham, <laughs> it's no good. It's not good. It's a bad look for you. Uh Blackberry, I feel like is known for their hot dogs and boar's their turkey. Head. Boar's head. That's who I'm. What is Oscar Bo- Meyer. What is Boar's head? Okay, Oscar Meyer, another one. If you're known for bologna, I love bologna. <laughs> I love bologna. But if you're, but if you're just known for bologna, bologna get flag. out of here. Red flag. What is what? If you think of Boar's head, what's the first meat that pops Ooh, your head? Roast, roast beef. beef. Everyone in the world goes. Boar's Head roast beef. It's a good brand. Yeah, but I think Black Bear does a Black Bear does a good job of having a brand that kind of resembles Boar's Head enough that you, when you buy it, you're not upset that it's not Boar's Head. So I all know right, what so that what'd you, says. What'd you get? Well, I oh. have their bologna? Okay. Their turkey. Okay. Did you get the roast beef? beef? I have beef? their cheeses? Yeah. Get all sorts of stuff. How much? I don't know. I don't keep like how much about. more expensive are we talking compared to like let's I say think, the store brand? I think the baloney I got was like two ninety nine a pound, which is pretty good. I think. Yeah, but like bologna's very cheap. <laughs> well, that's what I buy. Rachel gets the turkey. Do you stand in line at the deli thing, or do you just buy the prepackaged? Usually the prepackaged, but sometimes if the line's not long, I'll get the ticket. I like. The t- I, don't I don't like, like the standing ticket. at the line. I, don't, I feel so much pressure to tell them what I want. Yeah, but I like it when they freshly slice it. Especially if I'm getting it's the roast beef. Difference. Not always. If you're getting the pre-packaged ones that like they're making. Like, That's what I'm mean, getting. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not talking like the pre-packaged you can from get, that brand. You can get I don't like Bear's premium deli meats and cheeses sealed. I don't want that. And pre-packaged by the manufacturer no, no. shipped to the store. They are also on the shelf, especially at your local shop rights. Don't want that. I like that during... This is my favorite thing of COVID. Like, hey, we can't possibly have deli lines anymore. Let's just pre-slice everything and just sell it in half pound and pound quantities. Fucking brilliant. How are we not doing that (laughs) ten years ago? Because it dries out once it's sliced. Yeah, but you just do it every morning. Then like it'll run out and then, then you have to go yeah, stand but away. I want mine sliced immediately when I want it. To not order. It. Sliced to order. And they always Let slice me not it. Stand and in they that always line. slice everything saves too you, thick. Saves you a good fifteen minutes. The Pre-packaged slices are way too thick. They should be I like my bologna thin, I always get I like I thick, get thick slices. Slices. I like thick I want slices. my turkey thin, it's always like I'm having you know, Thanksgiving. You know who dinner. does the perfect uh thickness on a slice of anything? Who? Jersey Mike's. They do whatever their preset number is that everyone uses at every Jersey. It's the Isn't best. Isn't it weird growing up in the on the Jersey Shore in the nineties that Jersey Mike's is like now a national brand, recognized for how good they're so they like killed Subway. Yeah, as they should. Jersey Mike's <laughs> is delicious. They Have went you... from like four restaurants around our house to like murdering Subway nationwide. They're everywhere. That's pretty awesome. And the owner of that is the same guy who started it. Their kid goes to our high school. That's badass. (laughs) Why don't we have ideas? That's not really an idea. Subs (laughs) didn't exist. This guy was like, I got an idea. Check this shit out. Delis. I'm going to get a piece of bread. It's long. I'm going to put meat on it. I'm going to sell it to people. And I like that they're subs, because... We should just do... Because you know Wawa's hoagie bullshit? I like Wawa's hoagies. It's different, though. But they're from Pennsylvania. Well, Wawa... So they're backwards. Wawa, I never get deli meat anymore. I specifically only get the chicken strips on my sandwiches. You know I'm an egg salad guy. I will say, the egg salad you get from Wawa is delicious. It just comes in a tub. Who knows where? You can't get wrong with that. When I used to work in the bagel shop, all our salads and everything was all just tubs. It was fine. Ours was boar head. Boar's head. We had boar's head everything at the bagel shop. We rolled rolled high class there. Alright, we talked about your deli meats. We're not sponsored in any way who are associated with, uh, with Black. I don't girl. know what your intentions are for this episode of the podcast. I don't know if we're... Well, I, I have, like, one thing to talk about. Talk it's serious. It's, like kind of political, and it kind of ties into last week's episode. But it's just quick, I think. Okay. But I don't know if you want to do not political stuff first and well, then I mean, throw I've, that at the end. I, I don't know that... I just, it's not like, really political. It's just a, it's a thought I had. There's a lot that happened for me in my personal life this week. I've... You know, I've officially started on the Succession Watch because everyone talks about that show. What is it? Never heard of it. Are you serious? Yeah. The HBO show? No. Succession or Succession? Succession, as in taking over of something. Not secession, as in retreating. This is about this guy's. receding from. This guy has this large family. Okay. And he's got this big company, multimedia. They do. It's basically Disney. The, I think their idea was supposed to be. Because it does news, it does theme parks, it does all these different facets. And the dad is old. And he's getting ready to step down and give it to his son. And at the last minute, he changes his mind. He's like, ah, I'm not giving it to you. I don't trust you. I'm going to stay on board. But when he decides to stay on board, he has like a brain aneurysm. And then the son is like, oh, I'm lead it anyway and then we that's where like the show starts and it's really good I'm only three episodes in but they're on three seasons like they, I think they just finished their season three and everyone talked about how good it was so I'm I'm taking the bait I'm watching it uh, uh, it is good who's in it <sighs> uh first Bueller's day off Cameron. Cameron. He's in it. Mm -hmm. I think. I think it's him. He plays the older brother, like the oldest brother. And he's like, he's out. He took his family money and he's like, I'm not involved in the business at all. I don't give a shit. Jeremy Strong. I don't know if you know who that is. Nope. You ever seen The Big Short? Yes. Okay. You know the firm, Steve Carell's firm? There's like three people that work there. Yeah. Jeremy Strong's the one who's like, sits at the desk and like, chews gum. Okay, do do you know exactly what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that guy, he's like the main character, and then it's a lot of like, oh, Macaulay Culkin's little brother, Kieran Culkin. Okay. He's in it.
1: Star-studded
0: cast. And then it's like a lot of nobodies, but they're good. I like the nobodies. I like when I don't. I like when a a good show has people that I didn't know existed before that show. Yeah. Makes me like kind of believe it more. Well, good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's good. I suggest it. it. Maybe we'll see what happens when I get to the end. All right. What's the next thing? Have you ever heard of this band called the Beat? The the the, the, the The Beatles? No, the Beatles. No, I never heard of them. Seattle, like the yeah, they're they're like Seattle. They're four Are boys. They from Seattle? They're four boys from Seattle. When they <laughs> came up with the Beatles. Got it. In the sixties, they're really popular. They have haircuts. Yeah, and they wore suits.
1: <laughs> they, what, fra-
0: they were from Seattle, dude. Are you sure? Why would you name your band the Beatles if you're not from <laughs> Seattle? No, clearly I'm talking about the Beatles. Wait, uh, oh, yeah, you watched that Beatles documentary? I only got through the first part, and I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to watch more of this. Because it's it's cool. But, like, honestly, 15 minutes of it is about all you need to get the idea of what's happening. They're just recording the album. There's no, like, talking about it. It's just all, like, fly-on-the-wall stuff. So it's just yeah. a camera in the room. So I didn't need all of it. But it made me go down the rabbit hole of, like, I'm gonna listen to some Beatles. I'm gonna Beatles listen to music. some Beatles. I'm gonna give the Beatles a shot. No, I've listened to the Beatles let before, see, but like let me see if I know any of these Beatles tunes. I gotta be honest, I I went into the to me listening to the Beatles, expecting to come on here and be a contrarian and be like, The Beatles are overrated. They're not that good. I get it. They're fucking awesome. They're <laughs> great. Their music's awesome. Their music is incredible. Makes sense. I get why they <laughs> are the Beatles. Have you ever listened to Beethoven? No. <laughs> it's like the same way. Yeah, but I'll never listen to Beethoven. Yeah, sweet thing. Beethoven's You're on shot. Spotify. Is Beethoven on Spotify? Yeah, of course. No. Yeah. Is he even albums? My, I listen to a lot of classical. Borden. Borden's on here. But yeah, the Beatles, dude. How do you even spell Beethoven? I think Beethoven? everyone in their life goes through that moment. Ludwig van Beethoven is on Spotify. Heck yeah, man. Look how many listens he gets. But none of these are like his albums. It's just people playing his music. Well, Which makes sense, because he was a composer, <laughs> I guess. From a long time ago. So, Sonata number 14, Moonlight and C Sharp. 103 million listens! That's less than Justin Bieber, though. Do I know what that song is? Do you know what that song is? Maybe. Do you want to guess it? Like the tune? Yeah. No, I don't know his... his. I would recognize... M- all right, I'm gonna them, read but... you... One, two, three, four... I'm gonna read you his five most listened to and songs. And I have to play one of them? And you have to will get, get them all wrong. All right. I will get them all wrong. So, Sonata number 14, Moonlight in C Sharp. You don't moonlight. even think... Moonlight is... Moonlight is... uh. Dun, 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 dun. Is that Moonlight? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Read me some of the other ones. Bagatelle number 25 in A minor. I don't know that one. Fur Elise. (laughs) See, I've heard of Fur Elise. Have you? F U R E L I S E. You've you've heard of Fur Elise. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Symphony number 5 in C minor. That sounds familiar. Play one. Alright, let's start with Moonlight. I hope it's dun 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 dun. I think that's the only one, yeah. Nope. All right. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't know. You don't know this. No one knows this. How is this his most played? Well, they're long. It's a five-minute piece. The, the part you'll recognize. And there's no words. Well, no, of course not. It's a piano, it's a piano piece. Song sucks. Uh, like <laughs> right, but seriously? For Elise. <laughs> See, I knew I knew that one. <laughs> now that's a good song. It's not really... It's a, piece, it's a masterpiece. Could you imagine, like, not just writing that? I don't even know how to write music. I can't imagine just writing that. There's a guy, one of my life inspirations, someone I, I always go back to, is Alexander Borodin. He was a Russian uh, composer, but he was more famous in his life as a chemist or a scientist. He started like, all these universities, but in his spare time he wrote violin pieces and orchestras, like full symphonies and his his um his string quartets that he wrote there's two primary ones that i listen to all the time it's just number 1 and number 2 are like you cry listening to them it's incredible do you does like if you're going to be one of those people do you have to know how to play the instrument or can you just write the music well beethoven i think and like mozart were self cuz wasn't beethoven so... deaf yeah, but he heard all the music in his head. But he knew how to write the music. But they were all self-taught. I think both of them were self-taught. Here's a question. Yeah? If Beethoven didn't exist... Would there be a movie called Beethoven about a St. Bernard? Yes, no. Would those iconic songs still exist? Like, would are someone they, else have written them? Are it? they just pleasing to the ear? Someone would have been like... But if that's the case, why did it take 10 million years or 100 million years, however long people have been alive, for someone to write Cotton Eye Joe? Well, <laughs> I don't think it's the same thing. <laughs> Cotton Joe is not did, did, a masterpiece. Neither, no. so catchy. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Like, at some point, we're going to run out of music. I mean, music's basically well, that, already dead I think dead what you're suggesting is more like the chimpanzees at the typewriter sort of thing. I'm not familiar. Like, if you had, if you had like, a million chimpanzees and a million typewriters and you gave them a million years, eventually you'd write all the works of Shakespeare. Is it true? That's, like, a thought experiment, I think. I don't think it's, like, a true or false Why thing. haven't we tried that? Why haven't we tried <laughs> Why that? Why have we got, got, a, got a million chimpanzees, a million typewriters, <laughs> in a million years? Someone check back. <laughs> That's the real work that we're not doing. <laughs> But yeah, all that to say, the Beatles are sick. They have great songs. And What's your favorite Beatles song? I know mine. See, here's the thing about saying what my favorite Beatles song is. I don't want to say it because I feel like I'm gonna get made fun of for being like, "Of course you like that song." But well, like, I, mean, I feel like I'm supposed to pick like a deeper cut. No. But like, I'm not going to. Penny Lane is my favorite. It's a good song. song. And I don't care what anyone says. No, there's so many that I don't and think And I really good. like Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby's good. But there's so many that I don't think that there's any one that you could make fun of someone for liking. I, like I Black- also like Lucy and the Sky. I them. like Blackbird. It's a great one. But, here's the thing. I, that's like one of their popular ones. Come Together. I like Come Together. It's a hugely popular song. I know. I really like Let It Be. That's too cliche. You can't do Let It Be or Hey Jude. Come on. I don't like Hey Jude. I love Hey Jude. Hey, Jude, yep, that's the song. don't make it I don't know the rest of the words. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what's weird, though? And So i listened to every album. I went through every album. Because they're, I don't know if you know this, they're extremely easy to listen to. Yes. On average, but their queer? albums are about half hour. Yeah. So if you drive up to Edison a couple times a week, guess what? Yeah, two you albums. Can, you can get through albums really quickly. Uh and I can't believe how many different sounds and genres that they smashed into their first couple albums. On top of that But they're inventing those genres. Yes. Like <laughs> they they I don't know when the Beach Boys became popular, but the Beatles made songs that sounded like the Beach Boys. On top of having songs that sounded like the Beatles. On top of having songs that sounded country. And then rock and roll. It's crazy that they hit all these different things. And then, the other thing I didn't know about the Beatles. How much music they put out in such a short amount of time. They were only a band for nine years. They put out like 13 albums. Just pumping them out. And the quality doesn't dip. It only gets better. It's crazy. <laughs> As they continue to make albums, like once you get to the, like later on, you get a string of Rubber Soul, which I don't love, but it's like highly regarded. Revolver, which Great. is incredible. Then after Revolver, you get Sgt. Pepper's and Magical Mystery Tour. And then the White Album. Yeah, it's crazy. The White Album's album best.
1: And the my White guitar, album is a double album. Actually,
0: My Guitar Gently Weeps might be my favorite. I just That solo at the end is is visceral. I think the Beatles are underrated. Have you ever seen the video the guy in the ukulele from like fifteen years ago play that on his ukulele? No. Gosh. It's awesome. Check it out. I will. Should have Rachel try it. Well, I don't want to insult her ability, but I don't (laughs) think she'll be able to do what this guy could do, but that's no like insult, I'm just saying like But Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say the Beatles are underrated. They definitely, they definitely, probably are, but I think that there's a level of greatness you get where you're just always gonna be underrated. Like people like, like Alex Rodriguez or Barry Bonds or it doesn't matter how overrated they get, they're still underrated. Yeah, no one will ever, especially appreciate when them. we're talking about like a band from the '60s. How many people under the age of 30 appreciate the appreciate family? the Beatles? Because I know I didn't. I I listen to the Beatles at a young age. I think there's a bunch of kids who grow up and then try, like, the Beatles and Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd. But here's the thing. I've gone back and I've listened to, I mean, I grew up listening to that music because of mom. Yeah. But, like, none of those bands hit my ear the way the Beatles do. That's fine. But all I'm just saying is, like, there's always going to be, like, kids who go back and listen to classic rock because they know that they're bands that they like growing up, like. I guess so. They all start... It's like all... What is it? All rivers but, stem from the same ocean? Like, it's just like... You, you follow that back... I don't know. I just think, like... Is there anything now... Regardless if it's music, movies... It's like directors, producer. Is there anything like the Beatles? Uh... I mean... Will there ever... Not even is there anything like... Will there ever be another... There's a really big commercial aspect to the Beatles that you have to also recognize. Like, while the Beatles may be first or earliest to achieve that kind of rock and roll success, they still had contemporaries in, like, the Rolling Stones. Yep. Or, like, you even mentioned the Beach Boys. That... I guess, at the time, were less or differently commercialized in that. Like, English record labels made a big promotional push to get the Beatles here first. That's really their claim. Because they came to, to America play. and then just yeah. dominated it. But, I will say, like Elvis was also a contemporary there. So, like, Elvis was a little bit earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Also, that's actually another one that... Couple, maybe like a month ago. The Beatles were less pop and more rock and roll singer songwriter musicians, and they were prolific. But like a a month ago, I went back and I was watching videos of Elvis. It was pretty cool. Like I understand why Elvis was sick. Like he was doing stuff in the fifties. You're like, are you allowed to shake your hips like this on TV? (laughs) So I mean, I get it. It's just, the Beatles to me are, I don't know, I, I feel bad that I didn't have an appreciation for them. Because like I said, I've listened to the Beatles before, I know their songs, obviously. But you could do that with like Michael Jackson. You
1: yeah, could I guess You could do that so.
0: with, well I already said the Rolling Stones, there's bands. But what's going to be like this generation's version of that? Is it Adele? Is it Taylor Swift? Probably not. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's either of those two people, and I think they're both supremely talented. REM. But they're not the Beatles. Michael Stipe, you brilliant bastard. You know who's gotten a lot of recognition recently and who's like I see all over the place, but it might just be the algorithm bringing it into my orbit? Um, uh, don't tell me. Phil Collins. No. Phil Collins is unwell. He's unwell? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. He's sick. Uh, no. The Mountain Goats, John Darnielle, he's He's popular among young kids in a way that I didn't expect. Very cool. Yeah, like, emo kids love The Mountain Goats. Well, yeah, because the songs make you (laughs) kill yourself. (laughs) I never even realized how sad his music was until I play it for Amanda and Amanda's like, "Do Do you need help? You know who's my, in that category for me? There's two artists, actually. What do you mean, Category? Like, they're always going to be underrated, They'll pro- but they're more, way more obscure, it's totally different. This is, just, if I'm, like, doing it my personal... 764 one. Hero. Ooh, that's a good one, I wasn't even thinking about that. And... That's a really good one. The Flaming Lips. No, Flaming Lips, no. But they are, they're prolific. I feel like the Flaming they're Lips pl- are a little more, like, popular. People know the Flaming Lips. Yeah. No, I was going to say... Snow Patrol? No, not Snow <laughs> Patrol. I was going to say one was going to be Witness. Uh, not Witness. Um... Idea and Abilities. Yep. Idea. And... Well, he was a game changer. And, like... You could... Like... Someone who's that much better than other people in that same realm. Like, even if you didn't like his music, you'd be like... He's good. Yeah. And then, um... Elliot Smith. Who's dead now. Yeah. They're both dead. But Elliot Smith... if. That he's someone who, I think, they, in his life, he was regarded as the fifth Beatle. Like, people thought that he... Really? Yeah. So I didn't know that. And then when he died, like, I don't know, people, his fan base is still really strong, and they're dedicated to his mem- memory, but it's small, and, but he's just so brilliant, but... And if you like the Beatles, I think you should definitely check out Elliot Smith. I I'll, I'll will is check like, out Elliot Smith. But Elliot Smith is like 20 times more depressing than the Beatles. See, the, the, the Beatles Mount, those, are like... The Beatles aren't depressing. No, they're fun. He's a depressed Beatle. Like, I like the fact that they had a two-album stretch where they were just on acid. And I was like, <laughs> this is different. I don't even... Nothing he says in I Am the Walrus makes any sense. But it does. And it's good. I get it. I've never taken acid or any psychedelic, really. But I could imagine if I took it, I would say the same things. Yeah, I'm gonna sit on a cornflake with a yellow custard dripping out of a dead dog's eye. Why not? Cuckoo Cachoo. Cuckoo Cachoo. Fucking John Lennon. The shittiest beetle. Uh. Still like him, though. That doesn't mean I don't like him. But he ruined the band. Yeah, but he was assassinated. I'm supposed to feel bad for him. (laughs) You ruined the greatest band of all time. Um, I'm done talking about the Beatles. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about now. So last week it started. I just want to, address something and then lead into what I had, like a thought I've been having for the last few days. I shouldn't have said that I hate people because, like, and I said that. And we went on and laughed and I explained that I don't hate anyone. And I don't hate anyone. And I don't want people to hate other people because that's the opposite of productive. I think it's fair to say you were triggered. I was triggered. Last week. But it was good. I was glad I said it got it out. Yeah, it was a lot of emotion. I But it's so hard to be... It's so hard to be in the same country as these people. Because they are so... Insufferable But I'm gonna say the same thing I said last week Yes Which is Online Yeah Online You're like really not in the same country as these people in real life You are Like they are walking amongst <laughs> us Sure But I don't but need like, to talk to them You don't need to talk to them You don't really encounter them But This whole debate This whole week with Mansion, Has me like thinking About what I said last week And how I feel about them and by them I just mean like uninformed people who vote for a party not gonna name any specific parties but like empower who I view to be abject criminals and then criticize like also like Joe Manchin's not a good person. He's he's a senator forever. Well listen, that's what I said a couple weeks ago. Is like I didn't say it on the podcast, I said it to you just privately. It's like, let's stop paying tribute honoring any politician. The yeah. second you become a politician, that's it. Yeah, you're, you, you're no longer up for honoring upon death or resigning or anything, whatever it is. But the idea that because he's not going to vote for Joe Biden's like laughably terrible bill and the fact that he's not like, is so bizarre and that what bothers me about, I will just say specific points of views that want to be in power, so they vote for this specific party, but I'm not going to name a specific party, is that they don't ever apply their same standard to them. So what I was thinking about is, like, I had an idea for a reality television show based on politics in America. I think that it would unify the country. So, You just take, you go to like Seattle, you go to like Seattle or New York or San Francisco and you take five to 10 people at random and you drive them to like the Appalachian Trail in West Virginia or Kentucky or wherever, just somewhere along the Appalachian Trail, Georgia, all the way up north to Pennsylvania, wherever. And and give them 10 days to make as many friends as possible for their survival. Like, you have to depend on, like, just... Like, just making friends. The goodness of others to survive for 10 days. You'd have to incentivize them to make the friends, though. Like, sure, the first incentive is, like, if I don't get a house, somewhere to stay... Well, they're gonna be in the middle of the woods with no food Like, have to go get somewhere to stay. No, they're gonna clothing? be nothing. They're gonna be naked. they to be completely alone in the woods. I don't think ten days is long enough. On the Appalachian Trail, all they're gonna have is like a GoPro. S- it's gonna be like chained. T- how are you like- gonna get them to get clothes? Who's gonna give them clothes? Well, they're gonna have to convince people. The people are gonna be wearing their clothes. It's gonna have. It's gonna be like a challenge in how relatable you can be to these people. <laughs> Listen, people. I don't care what the reality show is, there's going to be people who will apply for it because they're desperate to be on TV. So people will do it. But I don't know if I like the concept. I almost like the idea of, like, instead of dropping them off on the Appalachian Trail, drop them off in a town. Like, in a nice Midwestern town. And like just just kick like, them out of a van and be with like, a black bag over their head. you got to live in this town for 30 <laughs> days. We're not giving you money or anything. you got to get a job. <laughs> You yep. gotta get a house. That's kind of what I'm going for. Yeah, but why do it in the trail? Do it out in where they're really okay, gonna have to like yeah, it's better. Well, get I just themselves add in, in a society. Thing. Well, because I also think the survival aspect's important. Like they don't understand coastal liberals in urban areas or suburban areas don't understand the lifestyle of people who live outside of urban. Yeah, but centers. I think I I agree. But so, I like, think, they have to know how to defend themselves from a cougar. Yeah, but I think more people are going to relate to them just living in a normal town as opposed to, like, being out in the wilderness. Let me pitch it to you this way. Dude, my eye is so sore from where I hit myself with the, with phone, the phone yesterday. <laughs> At least it doesn't look bad. Oh. If uh, Let's take... she's We have a 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. Her name is... Sarah. Zen. Oh. She's it's neither he nor she. I don't know how they want that. What to color hair her. does she have? Turquoise. I knew it. <laughs> I don't like her already. How <laughs> short is her hair? It's shoulder length. <laughs> oh okay. pretty long. On all sides? <laughs> one side. Ah. So one side, side is shaved. <laughs> How many earrings? She weighs 260 pounds. Ugh. <laughs> and she's 5'4". What's she wearing on her legs? Leggings. I knew it! <laughs> don't worry, up top she's wearing an oversized t-shirt. Does she have hand tattoos? Yes, and flats on. Okay. So now our main character... See, I don't like this, but here's <clears throat> the problem with the show already. Yes. The the part that you love about reality show <laughs> yeah. is, like, you're gonna need characters you, you root for. Yeah. I'm not gonna root for Zen. I'm gonna root for Zen to, like, get eaten by the cougar. I'd be like, yeah, bitch! <laughs> cougar food. We need someone who's, like, that. But you need her, too. Like, you need a... It. A, you need it, too. <laughs> but you need more than just it. You yeah. need also... You also need, like, a, like a they... Yeah. Who's more relatable? You're like, oh, I, you know what? I like this day. <laughs> <laughs> I like this day, too. Uh, but think about it. You put her in the woods. It. There's maybe a cabin Hundred the yards there. See, now it's starting to sound like a hate crime. <laughs> when you say, like, put it in the woods. Put it in the woods. <laughs> well, she signed a consent. Put it out to pasture. She signed a consent form guess so. So she's never been to West Virginia in her life. Sure. I've barely been to West Virginia. She couldn't tell you... Does she think West Virginia is just a part of Virginia, or does she think it's a state? It's both. I know, but what does she think? (laughs) I don't know. All I'm saying is, I don't think... I don't think people understand why, like... (laughs) A West Virginia family who was decimated by '90s and early 2000s democratic trade policies that essentially outlawed coal mining. Don't want your Green New Deal. I don't think they get it. I think they have to. I think they just have to talk to people. Clearly, the they don't get it. We know they don't <laughs> get it. And not for nothing, like this is where I'll like. They shouldn't get it. Like, guess, if yeah. you're born and raised in San Francisco, I don't expect you to get it. But what I do expect you to have is a little fucking sympathy, and that's where these people lack. Like there is or whether it's yeah. the vaccine issue or r- any policy issue, it is, has nothing to do with they need your 100%. way of life doesn't matter. Yeah. My way of life tells me this is how it should work this and if is you're right against and wrong, it. Yeah. You're evil. Yeah. Like, not that you just have a different viewpoint. Hey, I'm from a different part of the country where, like, this really impacts our life. And I know you over there, this actually has nothing to do with you. And you just think it's going to be great for the world. Like, there are people's jobs, livelihoods, families. They don't get that. And that's the problem with thinking that every political decision is the absolute solution that's going to absolutely save the world in the morally correct way. I have a better show. Yes. Wife Swap. Politics Edition. (laughs) The liberal mom from like Washington, she lives like just outside Portland. She lives in a little suburb. She drives around her little Prius with her I'm with her sticker. She gets to go live in a MAGA household. And like and you just swap and you just live there. There's definitely episodes of Wife Swap that were like that. Yeah, but I don't think they were like specifically designed to be political. I thought you were gonna say like you take Kamala Harris and swap her with Melania Trump. I want to be swapped to Melania Trump again. <laughs> Seems like a great life. Give Donald Trump and Kamala Harris are married for a week. I mean, her husband's gay. <laughs> so Allegedly. No, he's gay. Um, so Trump's probably an upgrade for her. Their conversations would be hilarious. <laughs> would she laugh at everything he said? Everything. <laughs> ah! 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 Yes, it was sad when that child <sighs> got hit by a bus. So, oh, I didn't know that's what the question was, but
1: your laugh, laughing, your laugh
0: made me not think that's what we were talking about. All right, that was a good run, I think, we just had. I'm good. I'm good, too. I, I'm going to express myself. Express yourself! All right, so I think we walked a good balance, because, like, two weeks ago, we had a great episode. Everything was great. Mm-hmm. Then last week, I deliberately destroyed all momentum with... The, was raging... I loved it. That's rant. where this podcast lives. Now, you know, hey it's goodness. not the most welcoming show, but... By the way, I hate... Another thing I've been thinking about. I hate when podcasts call themselves shows. Especially podcasts like ours that have no... Oh, we're gonna get into the hibachi debate again. Pre-planning whatsoever. This isn't a show. Are you kidding me? Do you think this is a show? I sit in the green room for 20 minutes <laughs> before this... I do my breathing exercise <laughs> and I'm like it's go time, oh, baby. Go, 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 go. No, not, of course, of course, this isn't a show. I come and sit in a garage <laughs> with a microphone. Not, I guess, I guess, from one perspective, like if you're like a show is anything that entertains you, then I would agree with you that a pod is a show. But that's not what a show is. In the beginning of Sergeant Pepper's <laughs> album, yeah. the first song, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Sit and enjoy the show. They're calling draw the rest the of the album a show. You can't. But see that's it. way more of a you're show. You're just list. Not really. You're just listening to music. When you listen to, to an album, show? you're getting a show. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, come on, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's just like if you listen to an album, it's a show. Although here's here's a weird one. Here's why I would defend that. So you don't think a podcast is a show? No. You think an album's a show? Yes. What about if you're listening to like a comedy album? That's a show. I think that's a show. But here's why. A show is a performance. And a performance... This is a performance. No. Okay, in a sense it's a performance, but a show is a performance that requires... Work? Practice, routine, or some sort of effort. This is just a spectacle. See, spectacle sounds like you're giving it more praise. <laughs> Dude, this, this isn't a show. What I that. do is a spectacle. <laughs> okay, you're You've right, got to right. be... Uh, yeah, come on. Okay, You're right. <laughs> you think this is a show? This is a full blown <laughs> <girl> spectacle, baby. <laughs> you, to gl- you couldn't see it, but it's all through glitter in the air. How dare you not enjoy this spectacular oh my god that's so funny yeah i don't know yeah but a show requires performance like it's a performance that requires like work and effort and practice and i don't routine. know i think that has to be improv that's a show if you go to an improv show that wasn't rehearsed or practiced it's just done on the spot yeah but the reason why it's imp- this is improv But improv is a specific type of show sure I think podcast so. is a specific type of show. I don't know why Improb, you can't understand improv is the what a show is. Prank. This is now two out of the last three episodes where you just have no concept <laughs> of, what of the word show. show. <laughs> like, is this <laughs> a show? <laughs> you're you're Patrick Star looking at <laughs> mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> yes. Well we we need to define this. <laughs> what is a show? Although by the way And by the way, mayonnaise is an instrument. If you, I think anything is an instrument. Then anything's a show. Agree. You know what? Words just don't mean anything. If you recorded the sound of like the mayonnaise jar, then like sticking a spoon into it, it's like, like that's a sound. It's an instrument. Fair enough. So this is a show. It's a show. That's a wrap. (laughs) All right. Good night. Hope you enjoyed the show. You know what I'm thankful for? Are you going to oh, keep this yeah. going? No. <laughs> you know what I'm thankful for now that we're at the holiday season? What? Well, it's not Thanksgiving anymore. I'm thankful for Black Bear's deli meats and premium deli meats and cheeses. Are we sponsored by Black by black Bear? No, i give you that impression. I just love the robust and flavorful taste of Blackberry premium. We should just start doing there. real ad reads. Like, if you listen to podcasts when they do, <laughs> just do a, like, just copy those ad reads, even though we're not sponsored. <laughs> just do it. Because if we do it, maybe they'll just pay us. I'm not someone who cares much about advertising. Like, I don't like to think I care about I, I'm sucker for marketing in certain ways. Like, I just want to get paid to get, not I, work. I like packaging. I'll pay a little extra if I think your package looks nicer than the one next. I, I agree. I'm Packaging is huge. I'm. Um, I feel that way about um, candy bars. Yeah. If you put something like shiny, on um, my buy. It. And like <laughs> nice lime, like there's right next to the register and it's twinkling is, at me. Is oh. Mountain Dew the best tasting soda? No. I don't know, but it's the best branded soda. That green. I love it. <laughs> Every time they come out with the flavors, look at this red soda. Ooh. Ooh blue has to soda. Taste good. Baja Blast isn't even good, but I love it. Because yeah. I can only get it at Taco Bell, and it's a good color. But I'm not a sucker for ads. But there are certain brands that I'm super loyal to, and I can't tell if it's because the product really works and I like it, or because mm. I've been propagandized by that company well enough where now I'm convinced that even if it's not working, it's definitely working better than anything else could. What? Well, that like Dawn Soap. Because they're... I will never buy... Ray... Rachel brought palm olive home once. Yeah, I don't like palm olives. I almost, almost threw. Her I'll out. tell you what though, the cheapest brand in that realm is Ajax. Ajax is just as good. Ajax is really good. <laughs> it's not Don, dude. It might not be Dawn, but like, do they Ajax the is ninety nine of cents. Baby ducklings with Ajax. Yeah, but is that because they because Don works to do that, or because the Dawn company paid BP? eight to trillion. Spill oil into yeah. the it, was all, it was all it was all planned, <laughs> dude. All it's all it's fucking planned done. man. Don't soap. Spill the oil. No, I didn't mean they paid BP, but they probably paid they like paid the ducks. Whoever was they said hey They're like ducks, jump in the oil. No, but it was like almost like a contract, right? They're like, hey, don't let any other soaps in here. <laughs> We're the only soap who cleans these ducks. I mean probably. And then they you know what they get to do? They get no. to put ducks on their bottle. No one else can. The The true and not propaganda story is that the workers were only near a Walmart, so they ran in, and they grabbed all the cleaning products, and they quickly realized that Dawn was the most effective, and they started (laughs) scrubbing Dawn on all the ducks. Is that Thousands of ducks died because they started with Windex. Okay, well, let's be honest there. If you're starting with Windex, you don't have a brain. (laughs) I've never spilled oil on a duck. But I would like to think if I lived in a world where I didn't have the prior knowledge, if I spilt oil on a duck I'd be like Spring. glass cleaner? With ammonia in it? That's good. Just, I bought pro- the first by thing the way that, I do. That's not none of that is true. I don't know the story behind the Dawn soap and ducks. I know the commercials though, and I believe that yeah. I don't believe they've had an impact on me, but I will never not We buy should Dawn. buy a duck and Comfort cover it in oil. oil and try like Ajax. And just to prove that like it's just as good as Dawn. We'll get Well, we needed three ducks. We need a duck that has Ajax to clean it, a duck that has Dawn to clean it, and then a duck that we clean with just you know, water. You know why I don't like Palm Olive? Why? Because they charge almost as much as Dawn, and they're not as good. The reason why I like Ajax is because Ajax is an eighth of the price. Like, it's so much cheaper. Yeah. I'll pay the money if you're a good product. But I'm, I'm not going to buy like the price in the middle. I'm either buying the cheapest or the most expensive. That's how I roll. I, I agree a lot of the time. Um, so I have a couple of things I want to talk about, and I figure they should probably go in this portion of the podcast. Okay. Alright. I don't know where to start. They're both horrible things to talk about. <laughs> Good. I'll I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to talk about poop or penises? (laughs) (laughs) Those are your options. We're going to talk about both, but what do you want to talk about first? Not together, though. No, One after the other, but not together. Can we use better terminology? Shit and dick? I'm going to use excrement and phalluses. Sure. Which one would you want to start with? Excrement. Alright. Droppings. As we use in the profession. Okay, so... I notice I'm getting older. Based on my shit. Based on, like, how my poops go. When I was younger, never once did me going to the bathroom ever result in me going, well, I'm getting older. But now... And it's weird, because it has nothing... Okay. So now that I'm a little bit older... I really struggle to... To wipe. Like, the reach is just a little bit further. I'm not as flexible as I was when I was younger. So it just becomes a little bit harder. What the fuck are we talking <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. <laughs> so, because my, my reach to wipe isn't as good... <laughs> okay. I find myself... Hitting... After the wipe. You know, the, the dropping. The droppings... Or on the, the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting the toilet paper against things I've never hit before, and it just leaves me questioning. Like I would have, I wouldn't have done that when I was seven, but now I'm 27, and this is just like a normal occurrence. Wow. I know it's crazy, but I really think it's I'm getting older, or I'm dying. But. Well, I don't think your inability to wipe yourself is this indication. I'm you're growing dying. incontinent. <laughs> Like, I hit the side of, like, the, the seat. <laughs> I keep dropping it in the bowl, like you normally do. But instead of hitting the water, it's in the side. And it's just getting stuck Then It's just like, what are we doing? Like, I never used to do that. Well, that's more information than I ever wanted about your bowel movements. Yeah. Hey, you wanted to start with that. I didn't want to start with that. I was given two options. And then and the next thing... I, to, to be honest with you, it hasn't really set up the second option... Well, they're not—they're not related <laughs> in any sense. Do fallacies, fallacies, fal—falix, Do they shrink when you get older? <laughs> Here's why I ask. <laughs> Lately at the gym, I've been seeing lots of fallacies, falix, oh <laughs> Phalluses. All old men, obviously. I mean, they are all the tiniest little penises (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Which is leading me to think that they shrink as you get older. Because what are the odds all of these people that are just dropping their pants in the locker room at the gym just happen to have micro-penises? You know the expression, if you don't use it, you lose it? Is that what it is? That's what it is. It's rough. Also, like, are these are these larger men? Because, like, the larger, the smaller it's gonna look. Um, a lot of them are, like, fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're bigger. I gotta be honest. I don't like debasing ourselves. You just debased us. What do you mean debased us? You brought us down a, a notch. We are a classy <laughs> podcast. Listen, that's why this goes at the end of the podcast. Just put extra silence before we get to this section. That's eh, not a bad idea. Try to lose listeners. <laughs> no one will ever hear it. Listen, this is how you grow the podcast. You gotta read... People who want this kind of conversation will find it. I hope so. Hidden at the end of that episode. I think there's at least one person out there who knows what I'm saying about the wiping thing. Like, I do that too. Also, last week I was playing football and I hurt my thumb... And it's it's hard for me to like... So I can't pinch the toilet paper as well. It's so like I'm just losing traction. My hand's just slipping off. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. Maybe that's good. All right, you want to start the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs>